Chapter six of part two of elective affinities. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicole Lee. Elective affinities by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. Part two, chapter six. The very serious discomfort which this visit had caused to Charlotte was in some way compensated to her through the fuller insight which it had enabled her to gain into her daughter's character in this her knowledge of the world was of no slight service to her it was not the first time that so singular a character had come across her although she had never seen any in which the unusual features were so largely developed and she had had experience enough to show her that such persons after having felt the discipline of life after having gone through something of it and been in intercourse with older people may come out at last really charming and amiable. The selfishness may soften, and eager, restless activity find a definite direction for itself, and therefore, as a mother, Charlotte was able to endure the appearance of symptoms which for others might perhaps have been unpleasing, from a sense that where strangers only desired to enjoy, or at least not to have their taste offended, the business of parents is rather to hope. After her daughter's departure, however, she had to be pained in a singular and unlooked-for manner in finding that not so much through what there really was objectionable in her behaviours as through what was good and praiseworthy in it she had left an ill report of herself behind her luciana seemed to have prescribed it as a rule to herself not only to be merry with the merry but miserable with the miserable and in order to give full swing to the spirit of contradiction in her often to make the happy uncomfortable and the sad cheerful in every family among whom she came she inquired after such members of it as were ill or infirm and unable to appear in society she would go to see them in their rooms enact the physician and insist on prescribing powerful doses for them out of her own travelling medicine chest which she constantly took with her in her carriage her attempted cures as may be supposed either succeeding or failing as chance happened to direct in this sort of benevolence she was thoroughly cruel and would listen to nothing that was said to her because she was convinced that she was managing admirably. One of these attempts of hers on the moral side failed very disastrously, and this it was which gave Charlotte so much trouble, inasmuch as it involved consequences and everyone was talking about it. She never had heard of the story till Luciana was gone. Ottilie, who had made one of the party present at the time, had to give her circumstantial account of it. One of several daughters of a family of rank had the misfortune to have caused the death of one of her younger sisters. It had destroyed her peace of mind, and she had never been properly herself since. She lived in her own room, occupying herself and keeping quiet, and she could only bear to see the members of her own family when they came one by one. If there were several together, she suspected at once that they were making reflections upon her, and upon her condition. To each of them singly she would speak rationally enough, and talk freely for an hour at a time. Luciana had heard of this, and had secretly determined with herself, as soon as she got into the house, that she would forthwith work a miracle, and restore the young lady to society. She conducted herself in the matter more prudently than usual, managed to introduce herself alone to the poor sick-souled girl, and, as far as people could understand, had wound her way into her confidence through music. At last came her fatal mistake. Wishing to make a scene, and fancying that she had sufficiently prepared her for it, one evening she suddenly introduced the beautiful pale creature into the midst of the brilliant glittering assembly, and perhaps even then, the attempt might not have so utterly failed, had not the crowd themselves, between curiosity and apprehension, conducted themselves so unwisely, 
first gathering about the invalid and then shrinking from her again and with their whispers and shaking their heads together confusing and agitating her her delicate sensibility could not endure it with a dreadful shriek which expressed as it seemed a horror at some monster that was rushing upon her she fainted the crowd fell back in terror on every side and ottilie had been one of those who had carried back the sufferer utterly insensible to her room luciana meanwhile just like herself had been reading an angry lecture to the rest of the party without reflecting for a moment that she herself was entirely to blame and without letting herself be deterred by this and other failures from going on with her experimentalizing the state of the invalid herself had since that time become more and more serious indeed the disorder had increased to such a degree that the poor thing's parents were unable to keep her any longer at home and had been forced to confide her to the care of a public institution nothing remained for charlotte except by the delicacy of her own attention to the family in some degree to alleviate the pain which had been occasioned by her daughter on ottilie the thing had made a deep impression she felt the more for the unhappy girl as she was convinced she did not attempt to deny it to charlotte that by a careful treatment the disorder might have been unquestionably removed so there came too as it often happens that we dwell more on past disagreeables than on past agreeables a slight misunderstanding to be spoken of which had led ottilie to a wrong judgment of the architect when he did not choose to produce his collection that evening although she had so eagerly begged him to produce it his practical refusal had remained ever since hanging about her heart she herself could not tell why her feelings about the matter were undoubtedly just what a young lady like ottilie could desire a young man like the architect ought not to have refused the latter however when she took occasion to give him a gentle reproof for it had a very valid excuse to offer for himself if you knew he said how roughly even cultivated people allow themselves to handle the most valuable works of art you would forgive me for not producing mine among the crowd no one will take the trouble to hold a medal by the rim they will finger the most beautiful impressions and the smoothest surfaces they will take the rarest coins between the thumb and forefinger and rub them up and down as if they were testing the execution of the touch without remembering that a large sheet of paper ought to be held in two hands they will lay hold with one of an invaluable proof engraving of some drawing which cannot be replaced like a conceited politician laying hold of a newspaper and passing judgment by anticipation as he is cutting the pages on the occurrences of the world nobody cares to recollect that if twenty people one after the other treat a work of art in this way the one and twentieth will not find much to see there have not i often vexed you in this way asked ottilie have not i through my callousness many times injured your treasures never once answered the architect never for you it would be impossible in you the right thing is innate in any case replied ottilie it would not be a bad plan if in the next edition of the book of good manners after the chapters which tell us how we ought to eat and drink in company a good circumstantial chapter were inserted how to behave among works of art and in museums undoubtedly said the architect and then curiosity collectors and amateurs would be better contented to show their valuable treasures to the world ottilie had long long forgiven him but as he seemed to have taken her reproof sorely to heart and assured her again and again that he would gladly produce everything that he was delighted to do anything for his friends she felt that she had wounded his feelings and that she owed him some compensation it was not easy for her therefore to give an absolute refusal to a request which he made her in the conclusion of this conversation although when she called her heart into counsel about it she did not see how she could allow herself to do what he wished the circumstances of the matter were these ottilie's exclusion from the picture exhibition by luciana's jealousy had irritated him in the highest degree 
and at the same time he had observed with regret that at this the most brilliant part of all the amusements at the castle ill health had prevented charlotte from being more than rarely present and now he did not wish to go away without some additional proof of his gratitude and for the honour of one and the entertainment of the other preparing a far more beautiful exhibition than any of those which had preceded it perhaps too unknown to himself another secret motive was working on him it was so hard for him to leave the house and to leave the family it seemed impossible to him to go away from ottilie's eyes under the calm sweet gentle glance of which the latter part of the time he had been living almost entirely alone the christmas holidays were approaching and it became at once clear to him that the very thing which he wanted was a representation with real figures of one of those pictures of the scene in the stable a sacred exhibition such as at this holy season good christians delight to offer to the divine mother and her child of the manner in which she in her seeming lowliness was honoured first by the shepherds and afterwards by kings he had thoroughly brought before himself how such a picture should be contrived a fair lovely child was found and there would be no lack of shepherds and shepherdesses but without ottilie the thing could not be done the young man had exalted her in his design to be the mother of god and if she refused there was no question but the undertaking must fall to the ground ottilie half embarrassed at the proposal referred him and his request to charlotte the latter gladly gave her permission and lent her assistance in overcoming and overpersuading ottilie's hesitation in assuming so sacred a personality the architect worked day and night that by christmas eve everything might be ready day and night indeed in the literal sense at all times he was a man who had but few necessities and ottilie's presence seemed to be to him in the place of all delicacies when he was working for her it was as if he required no sleep when he was busy about her as if he could do without food accordingly by the hour of the evening solemnity all was complete he had found the means of collecting some well-toned wind instruments to form an introduction and produce the desired temper of thought and feeling but when the curtain rose charlotte was taken completely by surprise the picture which represented itself to her had been repeated so often in the world that one could scarcely have expected any new impression to be produced but here the reality as representing the picture had its especial advantages the whole space was the colour rather of night than of twilight and there was nothing even of the details of the scene which was obscure the inimitable idea that all the light should proceed from the child the artist had contrived to carry out by an ingenious method of illumination which was concealed by the figures in the foreground who were all in shadow bright-looking boys and girls were standing round their fresh faces lighted from below and there were angels too whose own brilliancy grew pale before the divine whose ethereal bodies showed dim and dense and needing other light in the presence of the body of the divine humanity by good fortune the infant had fallen asleep in the loveliest attitude so that nothing disturbed the contemplation when the eye rested on the seeming mother who with infinite grace had lifted off her veil to reveal her hidden treasure at this moment the picture seemed to have been caught and there to have remained fixed physically dazzled mentally surprised the people round appeared to have just moved to turn away their half-blinded eyes to be glancing again towards the child with curious delight and to be showing more wonder and pleasure than awe and reverence although these emotions were not forgotten and were to be traced upon the features of some of the older spectators but ottilie's figure expression attitude glance excelled all which any painter has ever represented a man who had true knowledge of art and had seen the spectacle would have been in fear lest any portion of it should move he would have doubted whether anything could ever so much please him again unluckily there was no one present who could comprehend the whole of this effect the architect alone who as a tall slender shepherd 
was looking in from the side over those who were kneeling enjoyed although he was not in the best position for seeing the fullest pleasure and who can describe the mien of the new-made queen of heaven the purest humility the most exquisite feeling of modesty at the great honour which had undeservedly been bestowed upon her with indescribable and immeasurable happiness was displayed upon her features expressing as much her own personal emotion as that of the character which she was endeavouring to represent charlotte was delighted with the beautiful figures but what had most effect on her was the child her eyes filled with tears and her imagination presented to her in the liveliest colours that she might soon hope to have such another darling creature on her own lap they had let down the curtain partly to give the exhibitors some little rest partly to make an alteration in the exhibition the artist had proposed to himself to transmute the first scene of night and loneliness into a picture of splendour and glory and for this purpose had prepared a blaze of light to fall in from every side which this interval was required to kindle ottilie in the semi-theatrical position in which she found herself had hitherto felt perfectly at her ease because with the exception of charlotte and a few members of the household no one had witnessed this devout piece of artistic display she was therefore in some degree annoyed when in the interval she learnt that a stranger had come into the saloon and had been warmly received by charlotte who it was no one was able to tell her she therefore made up her mind not to produce a disturbance and to go on with her character candles and lamps blazed out and she was surrounded by splendour perfectly infinite the curtain rose it was a sight to startle the spectators the whole picture was one blaze of light and instead of the full depth of shadow there now were only the colours left remaining which from the skill with which they had been selected produced a gentle softening of tone looking out under her long eyelashes ottilie perceived the figure of a man sitting by charlotte she did not recognise him but the voice she fancied was that of the assistant at the school a singular emotion came over her how many things had happened since she last heard the voice of that her kind instructor like a flash of forked lightning the stream of her joys and her sorrow rushed swiftly before her soul and the question rose in her heart dare you confess dare you acknowledge it all to him if not how little can you deserve to appear before him under this sainted form and how strange must it not seem to him who has only known you as your natural self to see you now under this disguise in an instant swift as thought feeling and reflection began to clash and gain within her her eyes filled with tears while she forced herself to continue to appear as a motionless figure and it was a relief indeed to her when the child began to stir and the artist saw himself compelled to give the sign that the curtain should fall again if the painful feeling of being unable to meet a valued friend had during the last few moments been distressing ottilie in addition to her other emotions she was now in still greater embarrassment was she to present herself to him in this strange disguise or had she better change her dress she did not hesitate she did the last and in the interval she endeavoured to collect and to compose herself nor did she properly recover her self-possession until at last in her ordinary costume she had welcomed the new visitor End of chapter six